On today's episode of Kiefer and the Rye, we have a packed show breaking down the Phillies' first three games. Pete breaks down Ben Simmons finally shooting threes in the NBA bubble. We discuss Kanye West's mental breakdown. And people, the U.S. government has finally said that UFOs are real. Why doesn't anybody care? Let's get after it. Hey, little thing, let me light your candle calls a mama. I'm sure all the hand and around. Welcome to Kiefer and the Rye. It is Monday, July 27th. Pete, I mean, there's so much to go on today. Let's just get off right off the, right off the bat here to get started. You shaved your fucking mustache. I did, Ryan. I did shave my mustache. And honestly, instant regret. Absolute instant regret right after I shaved it. Um, and I miss it. I just, you, you sent the snap of you, like, starting to do it, and I was like, the fuck is this kid doing? <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And then, like, five minutes later, you send another one, just, I, like, didn't, I just, you know, you get a snap, you open it up, you look, didn't even register that was from you, I'm like, I'm looking at this person on, on my phone, I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I look, I was says, Peter Keith. I'm like... That's not fucking Peter Keefe. That might be 20-year-old Peter Keefe, but that ain't 26-year-old Peter Keefe. I know. Honestly, like, even now, like, it's been 24 hours, and I still, like, look at myself, and I'm like, I look so young. I look so young, and it's wild. Like, you I never could go to the liquor store, and they card you. I literally never thought that I could, like, look baby-faced. And the weird part is, is that I've never had facial hair my entire life up until quarantine it was like maybe just the start of quarantine i started to grow a mustache so it's been like four months i've actually had facial hair and i can't even recognize myself like after it's insane like that's the thing that i just can't understand is like i went so long my entire life like being like i facial hair doesn't look good on me and everything and then boom and now i'm like i want it back like right away like i i need it back that's why I don't shave, and when I do shave, I make sure I'm not going to, going to be in public for at least two weeks, because that's how long it takes my my fucking slow ass to grow just a, a good looking beard. Yeah, back. you know it, it takes some time. I don't have that good five o'clock shadow. I don't have anything like that, so it, it does take time. I don't know well, for you. Let's see. Has has anything started to grow back there? No, literally, like it still feels like you know when you get a, you know when you get that really good shave and it's kind of like dry. Yeah, it still feels like that. And I was like, I usually I can grow a little stubble kind of fast, but nothing. And so it's like, even now, I'm like, I just keep feeling it, and I'm in disbelief about it. I, I don't know. It's going to grow back so so much more thicker for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that was like one of the, it, it's, and that was one of the reasons why I shaved it, because I, you know, I was like, I feel like if I shave it, it'll come back even stronger. So, uh, But granted, it took me like, four months to actually get it to a point where I felt like I could shave it. So it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I'm serious. I was shocked that you were doing it. It's kind of like when, um, you know, I, I shaved my beard and kept my mustache. You were like, Ryan, what are you doing? <laughs> Just trying to be like you, Pete. I know. I know. I'm on a mustache. The much you rocked. Not a lot of people can rock a mustache. And not look like either A, a pedophile, B, Hitler. You could rock it and not look like either of them. Honestly, like, I was kind of surprised how well I looked, you know, for some time. I was like, honestly, it don't, doesn't look too bad. So, 
there's a lot of there's a big movement in my snap streak. So I sent it like half. I sent a massive snap out to everybody. Half the responses were good, half were bad. Everybody was really everybody who was really happy about me shaving my mustaches were girls. And then all the all my boys were like, "What the fuck were you doing? Why'd you shave it?" So it's like you know what, fuck girls. I'm done with them. So it's boys forever. That's what it is. So <laughs> like people are. Think- <laughs> I think you like sent it, and I was like on the phone with a customer, and I was like, <laughs> I like, had to mute my mic because I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> people were like, oh. the, the people responding to me back were like, the girls were just like, "Finally!" And I'm like, "Yo, real? Like it? It didn't look that bad." Like the the main question though is, what does the lady think? She honestly like you know she she was indifferent about it. She liked the stash. She, I think she still needs to get used to it because I think she's seen it every day. That I kind of threw her for a loop, like it did for me. I was like, "Shit, like this is me. This is my upper lip. It's been so long." So there are so many girls that hate mustaches. So it's nice to hear that Grace is one that uh, that approves. Uh, you know, our friend, my, my our mutual friend now, because you you and Keith became friends on my birthday night. So we can I can finally say our mutual friend Keith, his fiance absolutely hates when Keith has a mustache and will make him shave it as soon as he starts to grow one back. Yeah, and it's Grace has been a huge supporter and advocate for the stash, so you know, obviously hats off to her, but like oh, well, I mean Grace is Grace is just the best. So she literally she literally told me it'll take her a week to probably get used to me not having a stash and then she'll give me her final opinion if I'm a better with a stash or not. So I'm sitting here sweating bullets, you know, the real decision is yet to come, so you're like, grow back, grow back. Come on, yeah. come on, come on. <laughs> I know. It's like, if I grow it back, maybe I'll get her distracted to get it back. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Pete, no, that's I, – I was so taken aback when you sent that snap. I had, I had no no words. I was I was completely at a loss for words when you sent that. But, hey, you know, you look phenomenal either way. You're still 10 in my book no matter what you do. Thanks, Ryan. You too. <laughs> oh, thanks, pal. Speaking of, uh, you know, what what I was kind of alluding there to, I was on the phone with work, Pete. Let me tell you, man. I don't know. I'm starting to think some 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 of these people that uh, I look up to in life that were like, you're not going to like a job where you just sit on the phone all day, listen to people. I think they might have something. You know, I think they might know, know a little something because I'm starting to get pissed the fuck off with these people. <laughs> And it's it's getting out of hand. I have people calling in, customers calling in. Not, I had a woman. She was in. I didn't look at the birthday. I should have written down her birthday. It was in the eighty. She was born in the eighty, so she's in her thirties. Call in the other night, asking what this interest charge is. And I was like, because we do, I do get customers go, what is this interest? Because they've never been charged interest before because they always pay off their their bill on time. So they don't ever accrue any interest. Something is going to be that. So I'm like, oh, it's like your interest charge from the month. I start looking back through her statements. I'm like, well, this, this woman has interest charge every month. So I'm like, oh, what do you mean? She goes, what is it? It's like, what the fuck do you, what the fuck do you mean? What is it? It's your interest off your APR. APR? What's what's APR? And I'm like, this woman has to be fucking with me. This has to be somebody. She's like, probably like fucking with me here, make trying to make a joke, trying to make like a viral video. And I'm like, your annual percentage rate. And she goes, yeah. What is that? 
And Pete, I had to mute my mic, and I was like, how the fuck do these people get approved for credit cards? Like, it makes no fucking sense. And now, by the she was approved for a credit card. She has a $10,000 credit line. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, Sarah, I'm like, you don't know what interest or APR is. She's getting charged like $140 a month in interest. So I, I literally had to take her to school on what interest is. She didn't know. And like the entire time you're waiting for her to just be like, ha, psych, I know what that is, you know? Or like it's a coach going like, oh, congratulations, you did a good job, you passed the test. Yeah. Nope. And then I had a guy calling the other night. On Friday night, he goes, yeah, so what's this interest? I'm like, it's your interest charge based off your APR. Dude had like a 29.99% rate. I was like, dear fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he goes, uh he goes, yeah, so, like, is there any way to get around this? I'm like, you pay your balance off every month. That's the only way. He was like, work with me here. What can we do? I'm like, nothing. Like, I get charged interest. You know, everybody gets charged interest unless you're rich, rich, and paying off your bill every month. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do here. He's like, so, he goes, so there's nothing you can do. No, no, there's nothing. There's like, nothing. that's on you, dude. It's just it's mind boggling that these people get approved for a credit card, but it's the perfect customer because they don't know the fu- what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, that's true. But it's besides those people, which is more of like a comical thing. It does that that doesn't really you know grind my gears. That's more of just like wow, like how fucking stupid can you be? How did you get this far in life? What really is starting to piss me off is people who call in yelling at me over shit that is their fucking problem. It's your fucking fault that you did this. It's your fucking fault you didn't pay your bill on time. Not my fucking fault. That's why you got a $40 late fee. Pay your fucking bill on time. You have a due date for a goddamn reason. Calling in going, you y'all be charging me late fees. I'm like, yeah, you fucking don't pay your bill. That's why. (laughs) But it's my fault. And then I get called in. I had a woman call me an asshole. Yeah, last night. And I said, excuse me? I've had enough, Pete. I'm probably going to get fired soon because I'm starting to get real feisty back with these people. (laughs) She called me an asshole. And I was like, the fuck? I literally said, excuse me? What did you just say? She said, you heard me. And I was like, all right, you have about, I said, you have two seconds to change your tone with me, ma'am, or I'm going to hang up. She said, you can't do that. And I said, bet and hung up. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. I'm serious. Like, now I God forbid somebody listens to this. I don't really give a fuck anymore because I'm so – there's people have no respect. And I said this to a woman one night because she was being extremely rude. I said, if I was face-to-face with you, would you be talking the way you are right now? Probably not. Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. People get big-chested over a phone, but it's like, come see me in the streets, Karen. He ain't going to say shit. <laughs> Actually, Karen will probably say something, but – yeah. Anybody else aside from Karen wouldn't, so. Yeah. No, if there was, like, Cheryl. I mean, oh, it's my mom. Cheryl, my mom's yeah. not. My mom's not a very confrontational person, so she'd probably be like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> didn't say anything. You turn your back, and she's like, bitch. And you're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> right. What the fuck did you just say? But I'm telling you, Pete, it's, it's mind-boggling just. I, I'm – Nothing I do seems to please these, like, people call in, like, can you remove this late fee? Yeah, I'd be more than happy to remove the late fee for you. Like, and I can, and I remove it. They're like, well, I shouldn't have gotten it in the first place. Like, this is why you guys just are taking more money from me. It's like, it's what happens when you have a fucking credit card. What did you expect? Hmm. I know. uh, I I just don't understand it. 
I feel like a lot of these people call with like good intentions, but then you're like, oh yeah, I'll help. And then they take it one step further for no reason. And then that's what just set, snaps the chain. You know, it's like, I, I had a woman one day, she was yelling. You have to say that. <laughs> yeah. She, she was like, she was yelling. And then after she like caught herself, she goes, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just very upset about the situation, which I can completely understand when somebody like steals your information, you're using like having your card used. That would piss me the fuck off too. I'd be calling my bank fucking screaming too. I ha- happened to me last night, Pete. Breaking news. I'm laying in bed and it's like 1230 and I got a discover alert. $60 purchase at Apple. I'm like, I didn't fucking purchase anything at Apple for $60. Nope. So I'm looking through. I don't look at my statement. I really should start paying attention. So that's that's on me. I just make I make like $200 payments every time I get paid. And uh, I went back and started looking through my statement. Somebody had my card was fucking racking up a bill on Apple. Over $850 in purchases on my Discover card. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I call. I call Discover. I'm like, hey. So I just got off work. And the guy's like, yeah, what's up? Like, did you forget? Like, what did you forget to do? Like, why are you calling? I was like, no. Somebody's using my card. (laughs) He was like, oh, crap. And I was like, yeah. Can you get me over to card ver- or transaction verification? He was just like, yeah, no problem. So I get over. I'm like, telling her what happened. She goes, yeah, I do see those. She goes, it's actually more than eight hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, oh, fuck it. I was like, just fucking shoot me. <laughs> I was like, take my credit line, just take it away. Make sure I'm broke. Like, I hope they got whatever they wanted. She said it was on apps. So I, who the fuck know who? What's a sixty dollar app? It had to have been like an in app purchase. Yeah. I have no idea. That's crazy. But, yeah, coming after broke me. It's just Damn. fucking... I mean, how like pretty comical that situation is, is that you work for like a credit card company and then your credit card information got stolen, so... that's. I was like, I just got off work having people yell at me for this same exact situation, and now I have to call in and be that person. Yeah. It's just like, what are, what, what are, the, what are the odds? Like, but, uh, and that's, this is what's great, what I'll say about credit card companies and especially my place of employment is they work with you they give you your money back they'll go to bat for you i was like look like i'm literally laying in bed i was about to go to sleep and i get this text message like it's not me so like i go onto my app i go onto the apple store and i look and it's just there there are all these purchases for in-app purchases it's called uh what the fuck was the app it's some both live and i look it up it's like you talk to motherfuckers in like foreign countries and I'm like, who the fuck? Who the fuck's doing this on my account? Hmm. So you must have I, probably have a good credit line or something. That's what I'm saying. I have an okay credit line. Gets 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 me through the day. Gets you through the day, dude. I mean, gets me through the month. Gets me through the month. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But no, Pete. It's it's. I had to get that off my chest because it's it's driving me insane. The the people of America, man. It's it's insane. I still remember when you texted me on Thursday night or something and you were just going off. And I was like, honestly, Ryan, just wait to the pod. We'll have a Ryan's rant corner. Just let it all out. We'll talk about how dumb people can be. Not saying every person is dumb, but how dumb people can be in certain situations. And like I used to work retail for four years all through college. And I had some of the dumbest fucking people walk through that door. And it's it blows my mind sometimes. Absolutely blows my mind. I'm like, how have you gotten this far through life? Like the woman that didn't know what interest was, like 
She's like, I just thought you just had this and you pay whatever you want whenever you want. I'm like, fucking wish that's the way it worked. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, sweetheart. But it's like, I'm looking through my text to you now. It's like, yeah, the woman who missed the payment and then she's like threatening to close her account. I'm like, oh no, please don't stay. No, like I could give a fuck less what you do, woman. I'm just here to deal with your bullshit and make measly pay for a couple hours a week. Not even 40 hours a week. It's, I'm just, I'm, I'm probably going to get fired for this. I really, I'm just at the point, fire me. You know, I haven't said where I work. Unless you look at my LinkedIn, you won't know. Yeah. I've definitely said where I work, but it's okay. Definitely did. And that's fine, yeah. but what? it's all right. Whatever. You're fine. And Pete, I mean, we're gonna, let's, let's, let's move on to another topic that even has me even more fired up than my job. Baseball, keep baseball returning. Fuck, dude, the Phillies suck. It's over. Just fucking, it's done. Honestly, I feel like we had so much like hope and so much hype going into the first game of the season, and they are just underperforming. And it's not even underperforming. Such a terrible. (laughs) They're just not even performing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I didn't expect this out of the team. I thought we had a great offseason bringing in people that we wanted to, but you know we're. We already lost two games, and it's like in a sixty-game season, we're already out. There's no point. It for equates. Us to they've anymore. been doing the math. Uh, that equates to like six losses. Yeah, and it's like it's and we lost to the Marlins too. Marlins are probably the worst fucking team in the MLB. You can't beat like, them ever. I don't understand it. I have. I, it's mind-boggling. I don't understand how we cannot beat that team. They're not good. Yeah. Especially like you know, we definitely have the assets to beat them, and we should beat we all those scores that the games that we lost. We lost eleven to six today, on and it's like we should be we should beat them eleven to six. You know, it's, our pitching and and this is what we were saying to you before we got on. And I said you know let's let me hold off on my rant uh, till we get on. But I, as I was saying to to before we got on was you know our offense performed today. They put six runs up on the board. What the fuck else do you want from their team? Like Bryce Harper goes deep in the first inning. You're up four to nothing at the end of, through one. And then Vince Velasquez just goes out and fucking bombs it. Cole Irvin goes out and fucking bombs it. Nick Pavetta goes out and fucking bombs it. We just don't have pitching. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like the reason that we won on Saturday is because Zach Wheeler almost pitched a complete game. He pitched set through seven innings. And that's how, if we're going to win the season, we need a, a starter to pitch seven innings. Well, and it's even the first game. Aaron Nola gave us six strong innings. This is what this is what pisses me off. Is that's like Vince Velasquez is a guy. All I need from you, give me four or five solid innings. That's all I need from you. Yeah, like Zach Wheeler, stud. But Aaron Nola gave six strong innings. There were he fell apart there in the end. But it's just like, how in the first game is our only type of offense? D.D. Gregorius hitting a home run. I know, especially with everybody else that we have on our team. I feel like going into the season, we have, probably have one of the stronger offenses in the NL East or just in the MLB. You know, if you look at our squad, it's like. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I think it was like runners on 
first and second in the ninth or something, and uh, or maybe it wasn't the ninth. It wasn't the ninth. Well, Jay Bruce, I mean, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. But JT Romuto's up. It was. It might not have been the ninth. It might have been like the seventh or the sixth, but it's like he has runners in scoring positions. Bases were loaded, and I'm like, all right, JT, you want to get fucking paid? You want to be known as the best catcher in baseball? You want all this big money? Fucking knocking a couple runs here, and he strikes out. I'm like... I I'm, I go to my head. It's like, well, I I don't want to pay you shit anymore. Game one, you can't even do anything. But then it's like, you know, it's it's one game, it's the first game of the season. Blah blah blah. blah so you have to talk yourself down. And fucking Jay Bruce, Pete. I mean, it's just mind boggling what he did Friday night. Honestly, I'm still in disbelief about the honestly the poor. I don't know if that's a poor coaching decision for letting him do what he did, or if that's just him just being a, uh, an absolute fucking moron. Uh, in, in that in that situation, that that's a, a you know this isn't like the second inning, it's bottom nine, like two outs, and for him to kind of pull that stunt, I'm still in disbelief. It's bad baseball, bad baseball. I mean, the, you they move the third baseman away, and you have the entire left field to work with. You don't put fucking put a bunt down. Do, do you? Does he not know how to bunt? Like, yeah. and, I mean, and, that would that would move the runner, and then you have the tying run at the plate. And honestly, like to give some perspective for people who don't know the the meaning, it's bottom nine, two outs. Jay Bruce is up. We got a guy on first, and the Marlins did a shift, and they shifted their third base in between the gap between first and second. So the only person on the left side of the field was the shortstop, and he was and he shifted a little bit, so he was like basically on second base. So he literally had the entire left left side of the field wide open. So an easy lay down bunt or try and push it that way, it would have been a for sure hit, but instead he just swung away, hit it right to where, right to the hole where the third baseman shifted and got a double play and we lost the game. It's, and I want to sit here and think that it's not coaching because Bryce Harper did the exact same thing yesterday. Yeah. And it worked for the Phillies. Uh, so obviously Girardi can do it. I'm just, you know, the more that I sit here and think about it and like really think about it logically and not like how pissed off I am. It's like, well, maybe he just doesn't know how to fucking bunt because he's a fucking power hitter. So yeah, I see it. I mean, at least try, but you're a major league baseball player. You should know how to fucking bunt. Yeah. You should, you know, even, even if he doesn't like get it, at least like the attempt was there and be like, Oh, well he just didn't lay down a good bunt. You know what I mean? I feel like I would have been, I would have been less unhappy at the situation if he at least tried. Exactly. It's, I I don't know, man. It's this team. I, I saw something on Twitter, and it said maybe it wasn't Kaplan, maybe it wasn't or Kapler, maybe it wasn't Gabe, Gabe Kapler, maybe it wasn't. I mean, that's a valid response. But I still think Gabe Kapler is a fucking moron. But I don't think the bullpen for for him or Joe Girardi is a major league bullpen. You you this is just unacceptable. The shit the the. There's a, the guy Friday night who who lost the game, Russo or Russo, whatever the fuck his name is. Never even heard of the guy. Why the fuck is he pitching opening day? Yeah, honestly. He was in double A. He was in double A last year. Double A. And he's pitching opening day? It's, how? You think I, that I, you think with the money that the Phillies have like dished out on like some top-notch players, we would actually invest into a better bullpen? And and not only that too, we can't develop a pitcher for shit. No, our pitchers stink. And it's like somebody, uh, oh, well, what about Aaron Nola? 
Aaron Nola was went to college for for four years and developed there and came in and spent one year in the minors. So we didn't have to develop Aaron Nola. There was things that we, you know, made better about Aaron Nola, which I think the Phillies are good at. They're good at making people better. They're not good at developing a person. Yeah, any raw talent that goes in there, like, look at Ken Giles, man. Like, he was so much raw talent, and then we just traded him. And even by then, like, we traded him, but he definitely reached his peak. You know what I mean? I didn't think he was going to get any better than what he actually was doing. The dude was popping out at 100, and we couldn't even utilize him. And I know there's, you know, Sir Anthony Dominguez. He's hurt. Dave Robertson's hurt. I know there are a lot of guys who are hurt. Tommy Hunter came back this year. He's there. He's a, he did pretty well in yesterday's game. Um, but just today and, and Friday night, man, I'm just like, it's going to be a long 60 games. Yeah. The, the 60 game might feel like 162 games. How fucking bad this is going to be. And I don't think I I don't think I can sit there and watch a bullpen that's gonna have fucking Cole Irvin and Nick Pavetta coming out of it every fucking night because I we, I I don't know and it's, tomorrow we have Arietta going out on the mound. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, fuck. <laughs> one might be one and three tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> well, we're gonna be we're gonna be one and five pretty here pretty soon because we play the, or one and six because we play the fucking Yankees and. Uh, fucking, we have Zach Eflin versus Garrett Cole. I mean, I'm not even going to watch the game. It's not even going to be worth it. Yeah, uh, Garrett Cole might no hit us. Honestly, he might. You know, and you know, and the fact that like we have, I, I, I it's there's so much, so many issues with the the Phillies bullpen rotation, and it stinks because I feel like we have the offense. I think our defense is pretty solid, you know, for the most part. But we can't pitch, and if we can't pitch, we won't win games. And that's it. I, that you're right. That's what that's what it comes down to. I will I'll say to to go on to a a positive note. Goslin's fucking stud. Barrels. I mean, my God, the guy hits two home runs. The first person to hit two home runs uh, for uh, a designated hitter for the Phillies in history. I mean, fuck yeah, let's fucking get after it. Like, yeah, honestly. And then he doesn't play today. Then he doesn't play today. How the fuck do you not put that guy in the starting lineup again? He's hot. And honestly, if you're like a good manager, you need to have at least three or four guys who are hot in the lineup. And he's hot right now. Keep him in. And it's like it's it was mind boggling when I saw the starting lineup and he wasn't. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And, and you can't even pull things like, oh, he needs rest. He's a designated hitter. He just fucking hits. You know what I mean? So it's not like he's actually like out. Like you know, maybe he had like a tough day in the field or something. But it's like, first off, we're three games into the season. Why are we? Why are we throwing someone else in who the guy's clearly working? It's like he, he. Why are you gonna stop a hot bat and give him a day off? I don't. I didn't get to watch the game. I was listening to it the best we could out on the golf course today. Um, but I, I didn't hear his name, so I don't know if he got in. I'm too lazy, honestly, to even look it up because I don't want to look at a box score because the box score is probably just gonna piss me off even more. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was not ideal to look at because I looked at the post game box score to see kind of where we went wrong, and I'm like, you know. We had one guy, like, we had 12 hits today, and one guy had four of them. So it's like, you know, I don't it's, know. Pete, it's going to be a long 60 games. I know. I'm really hoping that we kind of flip the coin and kind of play, start playing some meaningful baseball, or at least just be in the game. I feel like today and opening day, we're not really in the game. 
you know, we actually it's, it's, come there's from just no time to waste, man. There's just there's no time to waste with this season. You cannot afford. I, I'm serious. Ten games in, that that's I I honestly think 10, 15 games in is going to be the telling tale for teams this year because yeah. you get through those 10, 15 games, it's going to be really hard to turn shit around. Because you guys would have to play nearly perfect baseball if you're you know on the bottom half of after the first 10 or 15 games, you know, I, I don't know, man, but the, the good thing about it though, is the national league East all played each other to start here and the Braves and the Mets didn't look good either. So it, it's Neither really, I, so yeah, it's the, this division. I completely forgot about the nationals for the nationals. I'll tell you actually, Pete, Betting's back, and the Nationals absolutely fucked me the other night because I bet on the Yankees, and the Yankees fucking won because or lost because the Nationals beat them like seven to two. It's like you gotta be. I'm down like a hundred dollars like right now. I am just sports are back, which means I'm losing bets. That means it's a good time to be alive. You know, I think it's crazy to think that probably the Marlins are probably in first place in our division right now. Oh, they definitely are, and it's but I just. I, I try to tell you, you there's the, the part of you where it's like it's the beginning of the season, quotes, air quotes around that. But at the same time, the season's just so different. There's just not enough time to afford the fuck around. These guys got to, uh, I don't know, do, do we have it? I Talk to me in two weeks, people. We'll be here. I'll still be probably just as pissed off. But nah, it's, it's, I'm really it's hoping I'm not. I really hope I'm sitting here fucking hip, hip, hooray. Yeah, it's one of those, it's too early to tell, but honestly, right now, with this shortened season, it's like, we gotta know now, because it's like, this is setting the tone for the season, so. It's the dog days of summer, this is August, baby, we're in, we're about to be in August, you gotta get your shit together, and and get after it, there's 31 days in this month coming up, they better win fucking 20 of them. Honestly, it's going to be a month of aggravation for me, just because we have the Phillies, and the Sixers, and the Flyers, all in the same time. So it could literally just be three, like a month of just misery or a month of like the best month of my life. I'm going to need that like $900 plus back to pay off my gambling debt by the end of this. Because all I'm going to do is money line the Phillies, Sixers, and Flyers every night. That's all I'm going to do. Might as well, honestly. Money line parlay that shit together. <laughs> and the one time it hits, you win a lot, but then you probably lose seven times to get there, so. Yeah, and we'll see if it fucking happens. Pete talking about the Sixers, though. Games are starting back up, and your boy Benny Simmons coming out with a three-pointer. He's coming out strong and making a statement, hitting a three right in someone's face, too. So I'm excited. I, I love the the fact that I think he's kind of coming after it. Uh, I saw a really interesting article that Ben Simmons is actually going to therapy now to having enough confidence to shoot the three because – it seemed like I read it, and it seemed like it's a more mental thing, which is absurd. It's absurd that it has gotten to this point where he's like so mentally like incapable of shooting a three that he's going to therapy for it. But fuck, man, if it works, I mean, look at his stat line. He's probably he's probably a thousand percent from the field this year in threes. So all right, well, he he was one for two in the game the other day, so definitely not a thousand percent. But all right, all right I'm just kid can dream. Right, we'll give you eight. I'll give you eighty. All right, eighty. Fine. It's better than a lot of people <laughs> no, in the league. It it it's gonna be you know. And I saw the article. I I didn't see that article, but I read something where it was like 
what kind of sparked this whole thing was ben, after he hit his first one in the season this year, you know, back when there was sports and people were allowed to go to sports. Um, he hit the three in the game. I um, believe the article said Brett Brown was like, you need to be shooting at least, I think it said three threes a game. Like there needs to be like a minimum three threes attempted in a game by you. And Ben Simmons like did not attempt a three for the next 23 games after that. Yeah. That's kind of like a, a fuck you. Who are you to tell me what to do? And I think that's that it is the men, it is the mental. So good for him to kind of be proactive there and get after it because, you know, we need him and you know, we need him to be hitting those threes. He phenomenal first game for him at the four, though, Pete. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I love that they move him to the four, bench the shit out of Al Horford because he does not deserve to, to wear the Sixers jersey. And I I'm even a know huge he fan, on, huge fan of Shake, man. I am a huge oh. Shake fan. It, it, it's that one through five now. You know, we finally got a point guard. You know, Ben Simmons is is a, from the, don't get me wrong. Ben Simmons is a good point guard at doing point guard things. Shaq Milton is a point guard who will distribute the ball and pull up when we motherfucking need somebody to pull up. Yeah, and honestly, I think Ben is going to be a lot better at the four than at the one, just because of like the skills that he's good at. He's good at like being down low. He's good at. Honestly, I feel like in a sense that he had point guards covering him, so he was good at like driving the lane because he, he always had the advantage. But to kind of be that that wingman, to kind of float around and kind of do what he can do best, I think he's actually going to perform a lot better. So I'm excited oh, yeah. to kind of see how he kind of works out. But, Pete, it wouldn't be the Sixers if Joel Embiid wasn't getting hurt. So I saw that news today. Hopefully it's nothing serious, but knowing the Sixers and Joel Embiid, we won't see the dude for two weeks. Yeah. And of course it's like one of those, like you had how long to recover and your first game, like in the scrim, you get hurt. And they said he fucking worked, just worked out at Michael Rubin's house, the entire thing that he's in like the best shape of his life. Because all he did was work out every day because he finally was like able to do it. Yeah. And it's like, all right, first game back. Oh, he's hurt. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> Well, all right, but I mean, in the same sense, I'm not surprised, but I'm hoping that it's nothing serious. He gets back to it. You know, games, these games don't really matter because they're still scrimming, but I think these games definitely matter because I feel like with the Sixers, there was so much turmoil with their team before the season ended that they really needed these scrimmages to kind of figure themselves out again, especially now with Ben not, you know, being the one. I think it's going to be a. They definitely need need these games. So, oh yeah, no, it's you know, especially what is it like five regular season games they have to play left or or eight or something it's like that. It's games. definitely it's single eight games starting on the first, I think. Yeah, so those eight games definitely mean a lot. We definitely need to win five of them easily. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's. Uh, I'm excited. You know, it's just having sports back, like we just said. It's it's. I stopped playing video games the other night because I wanted to watch real baseball. That's like, big stuff. Such a great feeling. Yeah. It's definitely filling a lot of holes in my life right now. It's it's nice actually seeing not the what ifs from Sports Center, um, on like from all the time on Twitter is like, what if this person got drafted there? What if these jerseys were swapped? It's like, all right, I'm tired of this. Like you know, so it's nice to kind of finally see some good sports action. It's definitely interesting seeing them play in the bubble and like how the, the, that look is and whatnot. But 
and seeing the stadium empty is definitely definitely is a hard feeling to see because I've been itching to go to baseball games this year. But you know, at least it's, they're back and we can watch them. Dude, did you see the article about Lou Williams? Was found he had left the bubble to to uh, attend a funeral in Georgia, and he was pictured at a strip club that night. Yeah, I saw that. And it's just like people are like outraged and like, how could you do this? It's like, motherfuckers! It's Lou Williams. The dude lives in a strip club. He has like eight girlfriends at a time. Are you that surprised, dude? It's wild. Like some of the people that are getting busted. Like what was it, uh, Rashawn, uh, Sean Holmes? got quarantined because he stepped outside the Bubbles campus to get pick up food from his mom. We dropped chicken it off. Wings. Yeah. Chicken wings. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. Like, and then the mom tweeted, it was like, you can't stop a boy from his mom's home cooked meals. I was like, you're not helping. Like, Oh my God. They said, uh, I was listening to something on the radio. It might've been barstool radio. It might've been something else. Uh, who were they talking to? They were talking, it was KFC was talking to some NBA player, tall white center. I forget who it was. His name's escaping me. But he, they were like, oh, like, are you having, like, girlfriend? Like, are guys getting girlfriends in? They're like, it's, like, impossible. Like, unless a girl was, like, airdropped in, there's, like, no way for, like, people to get into the bubble. And it's just, like, these motherfuckers are going to find a way to get girls in. <laughs> like, you can't take girls away from these guys. Oh, yeah, especially for, you know, they're, they're probably used to that lifestyle. So it's, like, for them to kind of go from – a luxurious lifestyle to being like stranded in like an area for probably a couple months. It's like, how is LeBron going to do this? Dude, I don't know, man. LeBron's the king. LeBron doesn't follow orders. LeBron doesn't do what other normal people do. LeBron does what LeBron wants. He probably has his own hotel to himself, you know? So he probably has a whole floor. Yeah. Like he probably has his own section, like, you know, rides and everything. His family's there. Who fucking knows, you know, but, he probably Why? has like the whole floor. They had to knock down walls to make the rooms bigger. He had his own bed imported in his chef for Taco Tuesday. I mean, but all that comes out of this, like you, like we just said, sports are back. I'm losing bets. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna. You know, once things start getting really going, I'll start giving out some picks for the people out there. Um, take them whatever you want. My parlays, I always I always bet parlays because that's big money, um, and I always lose at least one of them. <laughs> like one part, it's like I hit two out of the three. So it was like today I hit two out of the three, and the Phillies are the fucking one that I lost. So just fuck that. Of course. Of course. So whatever. Well, Pete, let's, let's change gears here. Enough sports talk. Kanye West, man. My God, the poor. And it's like you have this fine line of like he probably is going through some mental illness shit right now. So can't really like judge him per se. But I'm like, my God, it's hilarious as fuck. It's so yeah. fucking funny. Honestly, like I saw all the news that was coming out about him the other day. And I'm like, yeah, this dude's definitely going through some stuff. But he's tripping. He's tripping hard. And. And it's kind of sad to see him kind of trend this way, but also I'm very amused by everything that's going on right now. Like the tweets that he's sending out the other night and and his statements that he's making are just – they're too good not to like actually enjoy. You know, they're too good not to. 
the the presidential quotes around air quotes around presidential rally he had in South Carolina, the dude said Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. You can't say that. Can't say that. And it's like, what the f- like? Only he could get away with saying it, though. Only Kanye West could say that, and people not actually be that mad. They're yeah. just more of like, did he? Oh. Just, the fuck did he just say? Yeah. Oh, it's just Kanye. He's tripping, as always, you know? But it, then he's like, goes off on the thing, like, we were, me and Kim, we wanted to abort, have an abortion with North, and you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, God damn, he's like, Kim wants to divorce me and like all this stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, after you just said that, she probably is filing the papers right now. Yeah, dude, he's he's gone off the deep end. These past couple of years has just been absolutely insane with him and definitely now more so than ever. Like, I can't believe he literally he literally said he tweeted and here's the tweet. He said, I can beat Biden off a of write in votes in 2020. So he I, and honestly, I think he's can in his mind, he thinks he's going to be the president. In the next upcoming election. And Kanye, if you're listening, we love your music. Think you're probably a really good guy. But if you're listening, you're not going to be the president ever. Huh. End quote. Huh. That's a, that's the hottest take from Kiefer and the Rye. <laughs> but it's what's so the rule Pete and I have we've have come come we came to this conclusion together. We don't want to talk politics on here, just like everything else. But what's gonna be really fucking funny of all this is people are really going to write Kanye West's name in on a presidential ballot this year, and it's going to take votes away from Joe Biden in some states, and the votes then it goes to Trump. Not literally like, oh, if you vote for Kanye, it goes to Trump. Just you're taking votes away from Biden, which then if, in turn will like if Trump gets more votes because people are voting for Kanye, that's going to piss people off. And I can't. I'm here for it. I don't. I don't vote. I don't want anything to do with politics. But this this election is going to be hilarious because there are two 70 year olds who don't know fucking left from right, and then a fucking delusional Kanye West who thinks he's going to be the president. 2020 could not – if 2020 was a movie, I'd give it five, 99% on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely. like everything, everything. Honestly, everything that's kind of happening and unfolding right now is starting to become comical for like how bad it's like – it's progressing. Like there isn't like any like light at the end of the tunnel. It's just like, oh, when I fucking thought – Fucking Regis died. Regis yeah. Philbin died. Like just fucking keep pouring it on 2020. That's all we need. Yeah, and it's like, it's literally one of those, it's like, oh, I thought things were kind of calming down, and then it's like, boom, Kanye, boom, we just film it. It's like, what else, well, like, what else is next? You know, It's like, like, oh, you guys wanted sports back? Okay, here's all your sports back, but we're going to take Regis, and Kanye's going to go crazy, and you're going to have two 70-year-olds who don't know shit about anything running for president against each other. It's like, all right, I can dig this movie. Oh, this isn't a movie? This is real life? Great. Yeah. Can I wake up from this dream now or what? And it's just like, it really is. It's the perfect storm, Pete. It's comedy. It's horror. It's some science fiction. We'll get to that in a, in a few in a few minutes here. And, and but where's the where's the romantic part? I'm still single, so yeah. Clearly, this isn't a rom com. So you know, <laughs> if it was, I definitely would have been wifed up by now. If any of you out there are listening, I'm single. Uh, you can text me. Thanks. 
I just want to get ahead of this now. I heard last was it last week's episode or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Got a little got a little out there. I do want to apologize to folks. I was a little tipsy. Uh wasn't aware of my surroundings. We're just gonna forget that ever happened. But back to Kanye. He's like like I was saying, Pete, he's the only one who can say any of the shit he's saying. If it was anybody else, he it would be a lot bigger. Not that this isn't a bigger story, but it'd be like the like I, Yeah. Like if anybody honestly but Kanye, I think there would actually be some serious issues going on with like, you know, like more protest riots or like something of that stature, like a like a huge like social media push on certain things. And it's like, but everyone's like, oh, it's fucking Kanye. He just probably just didn't take his meds. And because the problem is, it's just been going on for years. I think in 2016, when Kanye officially announced he was running for president. And it's like, you know, so it's just like right now, it's like, okay, all right, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, dude, I can't believe he even has access to his Twitter account. You know what I mean? If I was like his PR guy, I wouldn't even give him the login. I, it's, it's mind boggling. I mean, the, I don't know, Pete. I just want to sit here and I'm like trying to think of like a white rapper that could have that would sit there and be like, Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves. Holy shit, that would not be good. He Kanye West said that in front of a crowd of people, and the woman who was taking the video had me dying. She was like, Oh no, he didn't just say that. We gotta leave. And I was like, yo, people aren't even that like people aren't even mad about it. They're more like, oh, who the fuck gave this guy fucking a room to speak? Like yeah. he it's like having me going up there and just ranting about shit. Like, I'm not going to say anything, but honestly, if I ever was in that position, it'd be like me going, they're like me and blank. We're going to board our baby. And people would be like, the fuck is this guy talking about? But Kanye says, it and you just laugh. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, just, just usual, typical Kanye shenanigans. But it's like, I can't believe it's resulted to this. It's just, it's gone on too far with him. So, it has. It's it's gone on too far. As we just alluded to, there's some science fiction added into the year 2020, Pete. Fucking the government's come out. They're like, UFOs? Yeah, those are real. Those are real things. And nobody's batting an eye. Honestly, I didn't even know about this until you actually brought this up before, like while we were kind of playing the show. It's like, oh, did you see that the uh, government said this UFOs? I was like, what? And I was like, I feel like this would be something that'd be like mainstreamed in the news. But the fact oh, it that, is, but it's, like, on, like, page 18. Yeah, and I was like, I can't believe the amount of time that I actually spend on social media is absurd. Like, I don't know why I just sit there and scroll on Twitter and Facebook aimlessly for hours, but it's just what I do. Like, and I can't believe I haven't seen this, or, like, especially since I live in, like, the D.C. metro area, that, like, any big news like that, like, I usually care about. And... I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical about it. I'm a little afraid, to be honest. Like, what's out there? You know what I mean, dude? There was one salt today. I was all right. So, backstory for people at home: how Pete and I we just searched the internet. My big place to go for shit is the TMZ.com because they're always right about shit. They they said that you know Michael Jackson was dead. They had all this. They get all the scoops. UFO Long Beach sighting zooms by light at lightning speed. Dude, there's that's Long Beach. Like, the fuck? Are we about to have a sign situation on our hands? I'm not ready for that. Yeah, especially since I, I have a bunker. 
Yeah, I, I'm like I've seen too many of these alien movies to know that like I'm not about this. Uh, I hope that I think it was in that one like the War of the Worlds where when the aliens actually attached, like they were actually defeated by the bacteria of like the world. And I'm hoping that's the yeah. case, but it's not. You know, it's not going to be this case. Like I'm going to get my ass lasered or tasered or something. It's going to end with an azer, and I'll tell you that. But well, it's like fucking. Uh... And signs, you beat them because they don't like water. It's like, well, is that the truth? Because if so, I'll just go fucking live down at the beach. I don't fucking give. I don't care. I'll go sleep on the beach every night. But it's and then in War of the Worlds, is it the bacteria? It's like, all right, I'm not prepared for this. I'm not like, yes, UFOs being real sick. Now Tom DeLonge can go back to Blink 182, and the world will be happy. But I'm just like. How is this not major news? How is this not at like the forefront uh, of people? Because for the last 20 years, people have been like, UFOs are real. Show us the proof. All right. Pentagon. Yeah, they're real. There are non-human made objects flying in the sky. We confirm that. Twitter. Crickets. Yeah. I don't understand that. It, it blows my mind because I feel like Twitter would eat that news up. And just like sitting here, the more I talk about it, I'm like, dude, like, it'd be the perfect, it'd be the perfect icing on the cake to 2020. You know, we get invaded by UFOs. Just saying. I, I mean, I just, don't even say that, Pete, because now it's gonna fucking happen. I know. And I, I said that. I'm like, man, I, I, I'm actually a little afraid that might actually happen. So, <laughs> fuck, fuck, dude. Forget. Oh my god. It's, it's just mind boggling. Every, I think I've used the word mind boggling. I think people are going to be able to do a drinking con- a drinking contest out of this amount amount of times I've said mind boggling this evening. It, it's I just can't wrap my head around some of the shit. Any of the Kanye shit, the fact that nobody's making a big deal that the Pentagon's literally going, yeah, like you wanted us to give you proof, like yeah, we're we're saying yeah, they're fucking real, and nobody's sitting there batting an eye. If I'm uh, I'm sitting here saying people, there's UFOs. Listen to this shit. Who the fuck cares about coronavirus anymore? There's UFOs. Yeah, and it blows my mind like that. Like, and like I said, I'll say, I'll even say too, it's mind boggling everything that's going on. And I feel like the stuff that is actually going on that we should care about, no one is like, no one gives a shit about. It's like all this dumb stuff, and they're like, oh, like you know, that people are just pushing to the forefront. I'm like, yo, there's UFOs in the sky, UFOs. And it's not we're not minimizing any of the other issues going in, on in the world. You know, yeah. there there are legit problems that are are going on in the world that need to be taken care of. But people, we've been begging for this for X amount of years, and nobody's gonna say shit now. This is all. This it's all. This is it. It's all. I just hit. I just hit it. It's a government conspiracy, Pete. Because now nobody's paying attention. Now the UFOs are going to be. They're like, all right, yeah, let the UFOs run free because nobody's fucking paying attention. Now there is going to be an alien attack, and none of us are ready. Except I sound like those psychopaths who live in the trailer. Right, we're thinking and yeah. we're talking about it. I'm going to go live by water with a fucking aluminum helmet if you need huh. me. I'm going to go to Target and load up on super soakers and stuff you know oh my god it's just the world man it is such a scary place sometimes yeah definitely is it's 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 my it's mind-boggling there you go take another shot people yeah oh my god well pete it's been a phenomenal show 
I've been pretty pissed off the the entire show. I'm tired. I'm getting too old to golf, Pete. I broke a hundred today. Your boy won. Uh, shot a ninety six. Nothing to brag about. Played like played like shit. Uh, my old man body. After about the fifteenth hole, I just didn't have it anymore. <laughs> Struggling towards the end. I was, and it was really hot. Uh, so that didn't help. The, I fought through the elements. Uh, I was dripping sweat. Just you know, it's not. It's hot out there for a bigger guy. You know, like people are like, "Oh, it's hot out." I'm like, "Yeah, for for me, it's like a thousand degrees. For you, it's only like five hundred. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking burnt to a crisp. I gotta get in shape, Pete. That's my final conclusion here this evening. I said it to my good, our good friend Hayfer the entire ride today. I just kept looking at him, going, "Dude, I gotta get in shape. I gotta get in shape." I got to do it. I'm, I'm tired. I was like six holes in and I was like, kind of ready to call today. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just drive the cart from here on out. I just, I don't know, man. I played well on some holes. Other holes obviously played shitty. Um, Hafer and I both drove a green today. So, you know, the big boys were out. Fucking gun show, baby. And, uh, yeah, but no, that's my, that's what I'm going to leave the people with. Uh, everybody needs to start holding me accountable. Uh, tweet, text me, Snapchat me, just say, hey, you fat piece of shit, go to the gym, and I'll probably just not listen to you and say fuck off and go lay back in bed. All right, and then we'll talk about it on the podcast. All the people te- texting you, tweeting, snapping you, saying, hey, fat piece of shit, get up and work out, you know? I'm definitely going to get like three texts from people now saying, hey, you fat piece of shit. It's going to happen. It's like, it's going to happen. I, I know the three people who are going to do it. Uh, I'm mentally preparing myself for uh, Monday or Tuesday that text message to come in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, Pete, I hope you have a phenomenal day. I hope you have a phenomenal week. Obviously, you and I stay in touch, people. I hope you all have a phenomenal week. Stay safe. Watch out for the UFOs. Don't vote for Kanye for president. And the Phillies are still going to suck. If they still suck by next Sunday, who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Who knows? Ryan, you couldn't have said it any better. Everybody have a wonderful week. What's up? I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I smit that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second Man, it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given, much is tested Get arrested, guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do, act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V My mama couldn't get through to me The drama, people suing me I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. Contra, contra.